0: Philosophy, Descartes, Debate, The Mepropod, 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 The Awesomest Discussion Podcast in the History of the Human Species, oh yeah!
1: Let me tell you need an interview with an old man emu. He's got a beak and feathers and things, but the poor old fella ain't got no wings. Aren't you jealous of the wedge-tailed eagle? Um, well, the eagle's flying round and round to keep me two feet firmly on the ground, now I can't fly, but I'm telling you, I can run the pants of a kangaroo. He can't fly, but I'm telling you, he can run the pants of a kangaroo. All right. Like Yay! We
0: have set ourselves up. <laughs> 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 Woo! Welcome to the member report number one fifty-two, March twenty-third, two thousand and seventeen. Two thousand and seventeen. Uh, we are here. You were here. We're trying a recording system that we hope will work this time. This is actually like our last year like ever. Six Am I right? To get this recorded? Yeah. Uh, we
2: we have not abandoned you. Yeah. We've really tried to put no, shows out.
0: We really have <laughs> tried. <laughs>
3: Audio has abandoned us. You know, the basically is- There's been basically a 152 for all seasons, for every season, for every month. We, we had, had
2: some great 152s. We a great show.
0: <laughs> we that just really lost, lost to
3: the
2: really ether.
0: Did. I know. We really did. Although, in a way, it's okay, I think, because everything that we were talking about has been completely invalidated and fed up by the ridiculous pace of news. So maybe, you know, in a way we're now in March Madness. So maybe it's well,
2: yeah, I mean, we we kind of we have like a a last week tonight times ten kind of dilemma where we can't even possibly hope to catch up with current news ever. (laughs) And so we just have to talk about non sequitur things that you that are timeless and that you can listen to three months after the fact. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So I'm going to make an analogy, completely ignoring what you just said. I'm going to make an analogy, um, which is going to uh, connect us to this. And here, here's my analogy, and I'm curious to see what you guys think. I'm curious if we were to do a March Madness bracket for which member of the administration is going to go down first, or none of them. Will, will none of the administration go down for anything? From that all the way to all the president's men redux, like all of them... Get arrested and all of them are thrown in jail. I'm curious about who we think is like the final four of people that like who will be the last to go. I guess that's the question. Who, who will be the last in the line, or will well, none of them at all go? I don't. think I mean, think Paul Paul
2: Ryan's, Ryan's in the, the line go of go succession, isn't he? As the uh, the majority leader, yes.
3: he's not going anywhere.
0: So. So that's one guy.
3: Yeah, he's in yeah. the he's in the final four. He's like a Republican that people actually like. Orrin Hatch
0: is so. like technically the next up because he's the Senate Pro Tem. So theoretically, Orrin Hatch, he's not going to go anywhere. So I guess we can clear yeah. him.
3: Trump is also. All right. Not well, going that's anywhere. now you're well, trying to throw Trump, the whole Trump game. Trump is okay. definitely in the final four. I'll, I'll
0: accept that. <laughs> no,
3: no, no. Trump is in the final He's four. The final he four. is in the final four. He may fire everyone. <laughs> he may shut down also, everything. Also, Pence. The I mean, last Brazil person that he will fire know, is the person
2: who barricades <laughs> the White House right at the end, where he like locks himself in. He goes, "All right, you're fired, and now it's just me, and nobody can come in. No backsies." The floor is lava. He's
3: in the bunker yeah. with this. Thing. Which will be Ivanka? Yeah, yeah. It's Ivanka. Ivanka. It's Ivanka. My final That's four true. is Trump, Ivanka, Orrin Hadge, and that Paul. That is Ryan. a quality Boom. final
0: four. I agree with you entirely on Ivanka. <laughs> Can we agree that going out in the round of 64, though, is going to be Carter Page, the most nervous-looking human being on the planet, who, who looks like he's ready to pre-roll automatically, and it doesn't even matter what; he's just going to roll on anything. Like, any, like, even before they ask him, he'll go to the Spicer FBI. has,
3: like, a week left, I think. He, Spicer's Oh, my God, gone.
0: Spicer. He he just looks unstable to begin with, though. Like, he looked ready to roll. Can him, we
2: do, like, was. prop so. bets? Like, who is the most likely to have a Warden Norton from Shawshank Redemption kind of ending? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a good question. You know, you definitely do not want to be uh, anyone connected to this. Somebody said, like, do not install the jacuzzi on your fourth floor if you're anyone connected to this. Because... Man, uh, this is some creepy stuff, guys. Um, of these things. So yeah, you you want to make sure that you uh, have some good food tasters and uh, you know.
2: And all I mean, that thing. before yes. we go down the rabbit hole of, you know, what treason is and whether it's legitimate to even talk <laughs> about that, given right. the context that like corporations run the world and governments don't even matter anymore, and and but clearly from the government's point of view they matter and and all that stuff. Um, I just... I lost my train of thought.
0: <laughs> I signed. Like, before we, <laughs> decide, before before we, we do, do it, no, let's just stuff. do this
2: stuff. That's all.
0: Let's just go down the rabbit hole. Well, no, okay. actually, I do want to say one thing before we do go down the rabbit hole. This, this is actually important, and that is, Russ, I want to congratulate you for entering the world of Thank you. fatherhood. Mm. Uh, you, are, you are now a dad, and I want to point out that this show has now seen uh the following it has seen me welcome two children to the world it's now seen you welcome a child into the world and um story i'm at liberty to we're at liberty to disclose your your news yes oh yeah of and, course and, and yeah. Also- no no i suddenly believe in privacy for <laughs> the first time in my life listen i don't no want to be that guy who calls you out on the one thing All right. no um and Fair also enough. congratulations to story um who has gotten engaged uh to alex so this show is like Woo. milestone measurement show i think is what it is like it's just it's just all these milestones so congratulations to you guys but russ so so what has it been like is this is uh you're like three weeks uh now?
2: 18 18 days. days 18 days yeah 18,
0: 18 days. Okay, days so how are the first 18 um days been? the
2: like, the first couple of days the there were thing? no sleep um I felt real comfortable in the hospital. I was the, the de facto doula along with uh, Stephanie's best friend, Camille. We were kind of co dueling it up. We handled that shit. I mean, it was fast labor, dude. For a first time pregnancy, usually you expect like 20, 30 hours or something like that. And she was in and out of the hospital wow. in four and a half hours. It was crazy. It was like, it was wow. moving. It was moving.
0: That's uh, nice. And
2: grooving. And so yeah. we didn't, we thought, you know, we had all this these plans. We were going to set up candles and music and aromatherapy and like, Figure out what podcast to listen to, and it was all just like an emergency for four and a half hours straight, like the whole time just being like breathe uh, <laughs> and then the baby and then the baby came out, so there was no rest the only rest I got in between contractions for about forty seconds at a time I would sit on a stool before I would stand up again to like be screaming breathe into her ear. <laughs>
0: it sounds like it was a very peaceful <laughs> type of experience it sounds
3: like a march madness game like say, you were just on. there and like on the sidelines and like get the yeah baby out of here oh get my god when, when push time doing? came
2: breathe, because breathe. like she wasn't supposed to push until the doctor shows up uh spoiler alert doctor doesn't show up until it's basically already finished and he's just <laughs> there to catch the thing at the end um so it was going oh so fast that they didn't call the doctor fast enough. And he's, like, hustling to get to the hospital. And the nurse is like, fuck it. I could do this. I'll, let's deliver this thing. And <laughs> we we're like, no, we got to wait. And so we, they told her to stop pushing. And then when she was pushing, oh. again, when the doctor showed up, then was the time for us to really, like, rally the troops be like, come on that push. You get push, push, that push, push, more of the push. <laughs> and so that was really very screaming at her in a, you know, supportive kind of way (laughs) yeah
0: loving way so 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 there there was no there was was no cesarean here oh yeah that was the plan
2: the plan was natural childbirth no epidural no meds um she had one iv med um and that was all there was time for because you couldn't the the labor had progressed so quickly that there wasn't time to do it again so but there was no epidural did it naturally we set we we broke the land speed record, like all that stuff. Like we did it, we did it no fast. C-section. Yeah, nice man. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. awesome. That's
0: awesome. And and she like I mean now was it did she tell you like this is the worst pain I've ever felt of all? Oh, time, or was it, oh like, totally.
2: It was I mean like, or, like the pregnancy, um, all things considered, was relatively easy. Like she was <laughs> right. comfortable. She enjoyed being pregnant. She was the only pregnant woman that the doctors had ever spoken to. Who who the doctor would be like, hey, you bet you're ready to get this thing out of you, and she's like, no, I'm fine it feels good and the doctor's like really and so until the night of um when the first real not fake quote-unquote braxton hicks contraction but when the first for real contraction came she was like that was different what what is this and then it was like oh oh this actually hurts a lot oh this is really bad i didn't know what i was getting into i didn't know what i was getting into Uh, this is bad why are they so fast it's happening every. Friend. I returned. Yeah, I return. I yeah. and so then there was like she's telling her friend Camille to adopt and not to have children, and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Save> <laughs> but yourself. then, like you know, five oh, minutes man. after it was all over, she's like, "All right, let's let's do it again. Here we go. Let's go again. I'm ready to go."
0: <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, um, <laughs> <they're> like you <laughs> recover for the yeah. next six months, yeah, please." Yeah. Right, and is everything going okay with like how like the breastfeeding situation? Uh, a
2: few hiccups like, you with you know, breastfeeding. I, just you know figuring things out. Um, didn't rejected one of the boobs on the second night, and the boob became engorged with milk because the boob wants to be used. And then we figured out expressed yep. the milk, and then it was all good. Um, we had one like fairly sleepless night, and then other kind of standard sleepless nights just when Lulu wakes up. Um, but otherwise, it's been yeah. Her Lulu? name is Louisa or Lulu for short. Yeah
0: awesome and i assume i assume you're gonna she is i assume clearly the finest child oh she's to see, terrific like, you know, she's like,
2: she's good looking yeah. she seems like not to cry for reasons
3: she's a movie well star. yeah she she's oh,
2: she's in sag so there's that <laughs> yeah exactly i
0: got that email and i was like wait stephanie well or baby? Like, what is this
2: she's not like, in sag she's her? sag eligible so i don't mean to toot her horn too quickly but she she can join SAG at any time she chooses right now.
3: Yeah, that's like a labor violation. <laughs> um, yeah, we she she booked I mean, a Pampers commercial. What is a choice labeled as at
0: this point? <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, 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 go back. She did a Pampers. Yeah, commercial? she already did it.
2: It's done. She did uh, print and internet, and uh, she was a Russian. She was a Russian what? newborn in a Pampers commercial <laughs> for some other parents she was a russian she was uh, a caucasian ra- she was like an american newborn and then she was a russian newborn in two separate uh spots
0: i'm going to assume this is stephanie's unbelievable connection making oh no daddy
2: like, daddy found impossible. the audition daddy found it it was
0: uh you are <laughs>
2: It was off of LA casting. <laughs> <This is>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's not just one would-be star yeah. parent in this couple. Yeah, yeah. You do realize that,
0: Greg. Uh, no, 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 I was just thinking because if we talked about the social media. Oh, oh
2: and beyond that, Stephanie was a child actress, so she's gone through all this and done all this before. So,
0: mm-hmm. I'm just utterly amazed that you know, he's in LA, right? Story, and just immediately he's like, "What do you do when you he have is. a baby? You put him up for auditions, like that's what you, you put do him do. to work. You know, it's not Baby had it's ten
2: days to rest. Wait, let's go. Time let's time let's, time let's time make time. some money for the family. Let's make it happen.
3: Let's do it.
0: You've been a drain on the finance <laughs> yes. for nine. Can I just so
3: pause ago. to say hi to um, to all of the future listeners, the like seven point eight million future listeners who are have started listening to this show to find out the backstory of Lulu Guberman, right. <laughs> um, up? the famous Oscar winning actress, yeah. uh, hi, hi Hello. from the past What's up? 2017. Yes. Trump did there... seem scary at first, but you know, we, we made it through. So we still uh, have days that are, are less you? than hundred degrees. Well and
2: it's really nice.
3: Future episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to see to the, say to the future folks, Greg, say hi to the future folks.
0: I'm, well, I mean, I was, yeah, we, you were actually <laughs> joining the future just then. A robot. Um, yeah, uh, okay. I mean, well. I, uh, I uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, we've already had this discussion of, you know, what happens when Senavid's old enough. And actually she is, have been, for a long time, has been old enough to listen to these shows. So uh, I'm used to the process of having to guard future, future children, you know, children's future ears from things. I don't know if, uh, I don't know, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think that, uh, clearly this will, I don't expect a lot of controversy. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Russ's daughter is going to be basically like the Zoe Deschanel of, uh, of the MEP report. You know, like everyone will basically like her and she'll have a very successful career and she won't be a big drama queen, you know, other than like enjoying drama. I feel like that's, that's kind of the, the path that I see.
2: I'm hoping that she ends up like uh, that actress who, uh, What's her name? Who played Winnie Cooper in the Wonder Years? Um, who was, you know, she was a child actress. Mm. She was in a series, and now she's like a, like a fairly renowned mathematician. I think, a mathematician. having, so you having to given start up. As an actress well, and end as a you know, say, I'm sure this says something about this particular profession. But this is literally the only job that we could submit an infant for that she could get and get paid for <laughs> right now. There are no other jobs available. <laughs> Her newborns.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, she's right. Is this surprising. fourteen old. Yeah, I, mean.
2: I mean. it's what I like. Is it's like she got it. Like she just. It's like actress, and it, then doorstop is basically like the, <laughs> the hierarchy of what she can do right how now. How
0: did she get it? I want to know. How, I mean, I. Like, I mean, is she well? Did, I mean, let, let me put it this way: Were you planning, even if she'd come out looking like a kumquat, would you have still put her up for these things, or was it just? No, I
2: mean, she. Most know, people agreed that she was pretty cute for a brand new newborn baby. She didn't look like an alien. She looked like a like a pretty fully formed little tiny person. Um, and then you know, hey, we went on the edition too. There was an edition for a dad and a mom, and we didn't get it, but she got it. So. Mm. so they, Already look, eclipsed. Somebody by looks your like daughter, yeah, eighteen days. Somebody looks like her dad more than I do, <laughs> apparently. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, you're not rushing. Know. it
2: out. So, but now we have all these California laws. You have to set up this thing called a Coogan account, which is basically a protected trust, so that you don't steal all the child's money for yourself.
0: Uh, yeah, but you want to do that though? So well, you're gonna steal it. you only
2: have to put fifteen percent in the Coogan account, so it's <laughs> no big deal.
3: Off, yeah. off the record. <laughs> yeah. Off the record. Yeah. Yeah. Not while we're recording. Yeah,
0: yeah, just tell us. Just tell
3: us. <laughs> yeah,
2: no. I mean, had we had just we booked the parents' roles, I totally would have given Lulu like a referral fee of like fifteen percent of what we made, just because we would not have been auditioning if we weren't bringing
3: a newborn in there. So, no, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very nice it's gotta gotta be, I mean, gotta, gotta be imagine, fair. Yeah. Gotta be fair. Right.
0: Yeah, so, who
3: are these infants that. that she beat? Like, did you trash talk those other infants?
0: And was it like hundreds of no, they were like, it like... Yeah, 10? I
3: don't
2: know. We didn't see the... We weren't there for the whole day of auditioning, but there were, you know, let's say... I mean, look, it, it helped that it, they needed a newborn born in a specific range, so that's a pretty big limiting factor on how many newborns are going to show up for an audition, is you had to be born within a span of like five or six days or something like that. Um...
0: Yeah, but it's L.A. Like, I feel like the way you've described it, there must have been well, 600 people. Be-
2: it's babies. like, how many like, babies are no. born in those six days? How many parents of those babies have L.A. casting accounts and care and are going to submit them for things? Like, it's a, it's a pretty small field, I feel like. It's way, way, way smaller than, like, a 20 or 30-something white person who wants to be in a comedy video.
0: Well, <laughs> but, but, I mean, now, now here's the thing. God. I mean, please, please do not take this in the wrong way. Um Was there any dispute about whether you should, you know, sign up? Um,
2: I mean, there wasn't... Like, we're in agreement that it's fine. I did a bunch of research about whether flash photography is okay for newborns because I was worried about that, and it's fine, according to all the research. Mm -hmm. Um, And other than that, like, you know, we knew that she... We had to schedule her. We had to feed her a lot before she goes on set so that she doesn't want to feed while she's out there and that she's nice and docile and milk drunk and, like, make sure that she's okay. Um...
0: And the shooting session but like, five minutes, right? Like, I, I don't care how
2: important. many spots this child does. She's going to be the most grounded kid in the world. She's going to quote Thoreau. It's going to be all good. Like, I'm not worried about that.
0: Well, I, I saw your email about how you claimed that you were going to be the person who's going to keep her grounded. And I, was just, I was just imagining good how luck, much Russ. the, the best laid plans. <laughs> huh? Yeah. 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 Like, the best laid plans, right? I mean... The funny thing is that, and I mean, you'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how things go, but the funny thing is that, I mean, I remember before Senevin was born, I was like, you know, alright, like I'm really visualizing, it's going to be like super calm. Nope, nope, wasn't a super calm kid. Instead, I got a kid who was even more wonderful than I could have imagined, because she was so witty and fun and, you know, but like totally not what I originally imagined, so I was kind of like, alright, well I'd like to thank everyone for not listening <laughs> to what I asked for, because this is a much better solution, so, like, clearly I'm... I'm dumb, and you know, so when when Kalen showed up, I had I tried to be very, you know, I'm not going to give any assumptions at all, like whatever he ends up. So he just ended up being like super smiley baby, and that's his thing is to be super smiley and to want to crawl everywhere and uh, to be very excited about drumming. Like that's basically his. And how experience. old is he now? Um, he is uh, nine wow. and a half months, and crawling. And uh, the whole bit, yeah, he's 22 pounds. He's uh, yeah. Oh, he's fairly, Kalen's fairly gonna be like 6'7",
2: so. By the way, that is a gigantic baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: he, uh, oh yeah, that is pretty he's, clear he's from, pretty from all big the pictures. Kid. Yeah, I was,
0: I was, it was funny too because we were like, oh, be a football player. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> he's never played football ever. No. <laughs> I was like, he could play tennis. He could play volleyball. Uh, if you want to have him play soccer, I'd consider it. Uh, baseball, of course. Basketball, naturally. Uh, but he will never play American football ever. So he can remove that from the equation no matter how big of a he <laughs> is um but other than that you know that's that's what he can do um but yeah no that's but i mean you know that's, that's that's really cool so so tell me what is the prevailing feeling that you have about now that you're 18 days into fatherhood like what are you kind of like what about the world has it been, have you been like nothing has changed or yeah i don't something
2: i don't really right feel like now? anything has changed honestly like um my mom described it in a particular way of when i was born she was like you know this person arrives and then it's like they were always there kind of thing um and it's hard to go back in time in your mind and imagine them not being there and that's kind of how i feel which is like yes my sleep schedule is very different and i have less time to parcel to various things (laughs) because we've got to take care of her um but everything else is just you know she's she lives in our apartment with all my tribal masks and she goes to improv shows <laughs> already for limited periods of time. And like we, you know, we oh, yeah. do our thing yeah. and we try to incorporate her into it.
3: <laughs> Has
2: she learned <laughs> yes. And yet, Does
0: she, she know how to we were doing the same thing. We took her, we <laughs> exactly. took Sentime pretty much everywhere. The same, the same reason she was, I mean, she was listening to, uh, you know, my band shows, like when she was still in the womb. So <laughs> it was, uh, seemed like appropriate. Now, that was actually the thing for me that made things a lot easier before Senivine was I was really worried about becoming a lifer, you know, becoming the person that like goes into the, uh, I used to see him when I was working electronics boutique, like the moms with the five kids walking in at like 9, 9.02 in the morning, exhausted mm-hmm. already, you know, with and I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be about nothing but the kids. But the reality is that for me anyway, the kid just literally Cenevine just enhanced my life in so many wonderful ways, largely because we didn't clearly as she got older, there were things that, you know, she has her own friends that she goes to and stuff that she does. And we, you know, we facilitate that. So it's not just, nope, you're always hanging out with mommy and daddy, but she's incorporated into a lot of what we do from a very early age. Um, And so that helped a lot for that whole business of keeping them grounded, you know, and also making them feel comfortable with adults as opposed to just, you know, keep them separate from everyone and Mm -hmm. locked in a room, you know, until they get to the... Yeah, that
2: was Stephanie's uh, favorite thing about being a child actress, was that she was surrounded by adults and had to interact with them a bunch as a young kid, and she felt like that uh, you know, socialized her a bit early. So, um, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't know what Lulu's gonna be like. She's barely, she's just a lump of peeing and pooing, and um, from my point of view, she's been pretty chill and, like, cries for a good reason when she cries, and we can usually figure it out. It's one of things usually not just for no reason um but yeah she's just a little it's this little person it's this little person and she's all yours they, they let us go home yep. with her so
0: yep you're this officially in the dad club well congratulations uh lulu it's a pleasure to welcome you into the world uh yet another member of the ever-growing tmr family and um now you know. Once uh, Story and Alex get married, if we can just have them pick up the pace, so we don't have to have one person <laughs> here without a kid. We with. So we
3: just you know. I want to be confused for <laughs> the grandfather in uh, all of the parental <laughs> meetings. I think you know I'll, when I'm about 60, 62, we can start can thinking, start
0: thinking yeah, about so. it. That's,
2: Story's got extra time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. have extra time. It that is. is actually true. That is true. <laughs> that does help. Yeah. <laughs> although, although the odds of some the odds of autism increase with that extra time. So,
0: well, you're just gonna have to compensate you know. through um, through careful meditation on your sperm. That's all. I mean, it, you know, if you, if you there believe you it, the sperm can be it. So just you know, and and just keep in mind, it's all your fault if it doesn't go. <laughs>
3: This is so Did scary. this just get weird? <laughs> I think this just got <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh... All right. <laughs> Write in your email suggestions for how Story can meditate on this <laughs> sperm, sperm, too. <laughs> Story at MapReport.com. Picture
2: swimming, uh, swimming not vigorously. Nothing, nothing Vigorous weird, swimming. Please.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Vigorous swimming. You do know I can't swim, Greg. <laughs> so, like, that, I there's nothing that my sperm can learn from me if well, we're no, going no, for you that. visualize, like, <laughs> like how the sperm, you
0: know, like, I mean, just make sure that it's Right.
3: Alive. But, again, I don't know how it's done. So, how would I... The last time I swam was when I, in fact, myself was well, a sperm. Well, just remember
0: back to when you were a sperm. And <laughs> yeah, just plus, just right. if and you were to you swim,
2: you'd probably look more like a that. sperm than anything else because your arms and legs that's are kind true. of irrelevant. You're just wigg- wiggling so. around.
3: Exactly. And I would just <laughs> submerged in water entirely. <laughs> wiggling so that's around. also yeah. similar. One, yeah, exactly. Swimming towards
0: the large, round object in the middle not, of the breathing, I, not no, breathing
3: not breathing yeah um, you know. that would be good so and, yeah. I, and I think it would work Wonderful. I think it would
0: fit because you'd also of course be competing against thus beating all the other uh, sperm around you and that certainly is appropriate mm. I think you know with survival of the fittest. Of the sperm. right
3: okay
2: hey speaking of survival of the fittest um, <laughs> let's go back to the uh, yes. the March madness of, right, of so treason really quickly March Madness treason treason. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I just have a meta question about this whole tournament of eliminations. Um, I mean, I get that there was a point in time in our history when Thomas Jefferson, like, shot a man in the head on the White House lawn for treason. This has apparently happened. Yep. And yep. we we are so far removed from that. I mean, obviously, it's, it's 200 years later. But I, just the concept of treason, it's like when the Washington Post writes an article about it and they're kind of the assumption is well of course it's treason what do we do about that in this country and then this country goes are we even are we a country aren't we just a collection of corporations and businesses and everyone's just trying to make their way in the world and nobody can really get together any reason to sacrifice for i mean i kind of think that's why America, anyway, has shifted so far to the right. Um, you know, whether it was a legitimately or illegitimately, you know, even even if Hillary had won, it would represent somewhat of a shift to the right um, overall. And I feel like part of that's just because people just just want to make their dollar and live their life and don't feel any particular ethos or, <sighs> tying, or thread that ties them to the other people in this country. I mean, maybe some people do, but... I feel like the majority, the majority, it's just like everyone's just trying to get theirs, and I don't know that treason resonates like it once it once did.
0: I don't know. I think it depends on what people we're talking about. I mean, remember, three million more people. I understand what you're saying about the going to the right, but if, if we can agree that one was going to the right and one was you know running full speed and then diving off the swimming pool to the oh right okay, but like the tower, beyond that. Um, like in that sense, three million more people voted against that, right? And it was only because of an archaic system created when Thomas Jefferson was shooting people in the head for treason that you know that we have this. Oh, fascist oh, sure. On the and
2: like granting, so, granting all that, that and saying all that, it's like hundred percent true. Um, if I were to fabricate. Um, uh, uh, not a conspiracy, but a, uh, like a Watergate type issue around uh, the 1990s Clintons accepting money from the People's Republic of China, at which went into their campaign contributions. And we went into like a similar treason debate. Would the people who were eventually going to vote for Hillary, would they have a problem with it or would they be like, you know what? It's they were just had to raise money to be in a campaign. Um, I don't see how it you know, clearly caused them to take any action uh, against the national interest. And we would just have the same kind of rationalizing on the other side.
0: Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, well, are you, you mean when you mean when Bill? Yeah. Clinton yeah. Was yeah. Right? Yeah. Like at that time. Yeah. Probably not because they didn't have the same preternatural and ridiculous irrational hatred that they do of Hillary. Like they don't. The Republicans don't like Bill Clinton, but there's this just preternatural hate Hillary because she's Hillary and she's a woman. So there's there's some of that going on. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it, the funny thing is, too, is I, I see people sort of parsing out. <laughs> First of all, I see people parsing out between treason and they're like, well, it's really espionage. Um, and and the problem is that there are so few examples. Like, so everyone brings up the Rosenbergs. I'm like, well, the problem with that is that probably the Rosenbergs were, in all likelihood, that whole situation was like was was terribly mishandled, including especially with Ethel Rosenberg, who you know was even worse. That and the fact that we shouldn't have executions. And I'm against the death penalty. So all that, but like. It, so there's just so like we're so we're like looking for like we're literally picking out we're like the Rosenbergs, Benedict Arnold like there just aren't that many options for like when treason has been even considered because it's a high bar to clear, and so my thought is if we can't call it treason, you could just call it espionage and uh, you know sedition. And that's also really bad, and would get you to the same place. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, in other words, you don't have to hit the treason bar. So, we do you remember? Can do you remember that
2: books, that news right? story it's, of that like sexy blonde Russian woman who turned out to be a spy, and like she just became yeah. a celebrity? I don't think anything even happened to her.
0: She lived. Right, she lived right <laughs> no, near me. Did I didn't you know, know that? that. She lived right near us because, well, because you know that, like in Riverdale where I live, like I'm literally I can look out the window right now and I can see the Russian embassy family building, where all the families in the Russian embassy, like, that work for the Russian embassy, all the mm. families live there. And it's a gated thing, and it's like, it's right there. And so, and like, it's a little bit strange, because you walk by it at night, and like, you'll hear kids playing at all hours. I don't know if it's like different hours in Russia, so the kid, the parents try to keep them, I don't know. But there's there's Russian within it, and yeah, it's the Russian embassy family building. And she, so there's a big Russian community in Riverdale, and she lived in this area. Um, And and,
2: I think maybe that's why treason happens less often is because when we catch a spy, we just end up, you know, trading them for our spies who've been captured rather than executing spies from other countries because they're strategically useful to us.
3: Well, and that relates to the issue that I see in all of this is that, like, I have not for a long time had any particular doubt that Russia was trying to interfere with the election. I just don't particularly find it to be that interesting. It's like most nation states with power try to interfere in everything that happens in every other nation state with power because it increases their power and so like we've been interfering in the russian election and every other election for years and like maybe the news story is allegedly this was more effective than normal like I think it's debatable how effective it was. I certainly don't think it swung the election. I think saying hacked the election is a deliberate misnomer to try to get people to think that they actually, like, stuffed the ballot or rigged the count, which is not what happened. Um, like they hacked information that may or may not have pertained to the election or or went into that but like I just I've been arguing with so many people on Facebook lately of just like I just don't see why this is like a huge code violation to international law or ethics like everyone kind of knows everyone does this we tapped Angela Merkel's phone it was a scandal for like a week and then like we said we'd stop doing it and we kept doing it and like everyone moved on with their life so like (laughs) i don't know it's just it just doesn't strike me as like particularly interesting or significant of like you know wow did you know that nations who are power brokers want to get more power by influencing other nations domestically you know film at 11 i guess like it, it just it doesn't particularly faze me which is not to say that like you know it couldn't have consequences. I just don't quite a understand. Bit. Yeah, I mean, I think that the... the, the, the what, what's
2: his name? Manford or whoever, the the former campaign manager who had a, a contract of getting $10 million a year to try to increase right, the influence which, of Russian uh, state in the U.S. government and media. like
0: which, which the Trump campaign now claims is basically the equivalent of a gopher who fetched coffee. Like, the guy who was the campaign manager apparently now... Oh, yeah. he was very... Had little impact on uh, anything that we ever did except run the campaign like, for two months. But Like,
2: given that. the fact that he's an American national, um, that he, he did this, had been doing it for years, like, very intentionally, that there's a contract, there's, like, a paper trail of him doing this, um, I don't think Russia wants him for anything in a trade, you know? I, I like, I, I think he could probably be the clearest case of, sure, we can get that guy, but then what does that even do? Then everyone just disavows, well, we didn't know. His involvement, you know, it was great that they helped us get the leaks on Hillary Clinton. But any campaign would have accepted those leaks, you know, that that benefited them. Um, I don't know where that leaves us in terms of the ultimate goal of like upending the whole, you know, administration.
0: Yeah, but it is really though death by a thousand cuts is the problem. Like, I, you know, I don't, I don't think I was following a guy uh, Eric Garland on Twitter, who's a intelligence um, former intelligence guy who's been right on all of this, and he had this really interesting tweet thread that was basically like, you know, the people who are like, where's the one smoking gun? He's like, you need to realize that already the investigation and like all the process has been essentially Watergate on fast forward on steroids. He's like, this is moving at a ridiculously fast speed for something which is this enormous in terms of, you know, the impact of it. Because be fair, like, I, I think it is a big deal, but even if you didn't think it was that big a deal, we've only had in our history... Uh, a grand total of, let me see. Um, Nixon was never actually impeached because he resigned before he could be. Clinton was impeached, and Andrew Johnson. So we've had two presidents impeached, um, and uh, neither one was convicted. And then we've had one who would have been impeached but resigned before he could. And that's it, in a you know in a country which is you know two hundred two hundred and fifty years old now, right? Um, so it's it's kind of a big deal that there's serious talk about impeachment and even and the and the sort of whatever, whether we call treason or sedition or espionage or whatever. Um, and so it is moving at a crazy fast rate. And someone was like, can you imagine what it would be if back in like 1972, someone's like, oh, God, I'm so bored with the stupid like Haldeman. Can we just get to Richard Nixon already? Like two days after Watergate begins. And it took them like three, you know, two and a half years to bring Nixon down. So, I mean, this is moving at an r- enormous rate. Aided, by the way. By um, by Trump himself, who just can't resist tweeting out constantly everything, which just makes things far worse. So for him, yeah, uh, I mean,
2: uh, I think, that, yeah, I think know. what helps this process um, is that Trump is, and we may we may actually have a bone of contention on this issue, but that he's just a fucking idiot. I mean, he might, you know, he's clearly savvy in his way and a salesman, and just kind of he well, puts out. But cunning is not he puts out interference in terms of just saying lots of words about lots of things and then forcing everyone to parse everything and realize that nothing had been said or lots of wrong things that conflict themselves. Um, But that that he's such an obvious doofus idiot, you know, makes it easier to try to find reasons that he should not be the president.
0: Right. And I think exactly like in a way, the danger zone is if you get someone with this sort of slick everything's fine, like maybe with a low southern draw. You know, like Sam Elliott, right? Put Sam Elliott in, you know, with Trump and then you'd be screwed. Like, part of what helped is the fact that, that Trump is just such a, is such a narcissistic moron and help and pisses off his own side. Somebody said today this is a guy who's like the art of the fail. You know, can you imagine a guy who comes and he's like, I demand... That You do what I say or I'll primary you. And everyone's like, great. And literally he walks out of the meeting and loses votes on health care. Loses votes. Like he had fewer votes when he left than when he came in. So he's a dreadful negotiator and everyone hates him, except for the 20% of Americans that really love him and apparently half of Russia. But, um, you know, everybody hates him. And so that helps a little bit. Um, what I hope it does is indicate like sort of where the fault lines lie. I mean, I have been pleased to see the judiciary basically doing its job. That's nice. <laughs> it's nice to see the judiciary actually functions. It has been nice to see um, some of the uh, Senate Democrats, particularly Franken, um, you know, doing doing their job um, and kind of standing out there. I don't know if you saw um, Max, and Maxine Waters, obviously has been great. Um, and there's another guy, Lou, um, from, you might know this Russ, from John Lou, I think, uh, a rep from California who has been out front from the very beginning and was like, you know, it was like the entire government must be shut down until we investigate this particular guy. Um, this guy, you know, he's been out front in this from the beginning. So it's been nice to see where the strengths of the system may exist, but it's also been troubling to see how subject the system is to, uh, if not hacking by the Russians, you know, psychological hacking, um, and, and sort of what we can do about that. Uh, you know, so it has been, and it, we've never seen, of course, impeachment proceedings or, you know, I shouldn't say that, but like investigations have never happened in the world of social media, right? We never had that in 72. Even Iran-Contra, Iran-Contra is happening in 85, 86, and people are watching the hearings on TV and on C-SPAN, but there's no Twitter. There's no Facebook. There's no, you know, there's nothing of the rest of that. So this is the first modern scan, you know, enormous scandal um, that people are able to put pressure on and affect in some way and like comment about anyway. Um, you know, in real time almost. So, it's kind of it's interesting. And Woodward and Bernstein are really happy because they get to emerge and talk more about taking down Nixon. So you can tell they're like, we're, we're back in the spotlight again. So that's cool. But yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I don't know what else I have on this issue. I feel like there is just the chance that Trump will just say, well, what the media is saying doesn't matter. They're not invited to press conferences anymore. They have no standing. We're going to take away federal funding associated with what they do. And everyone should protest these newspapers. And then they'll just be, like, stuck with a bunch of, you know, the 100,000 people outside stopping them from getting into their doors at w- and doing work. And, I mean, these are the powers of an autocrat, you know, that he can just turn these it, things it off.
0: Possible, but it is possible, but it, it there is a point where... See, the problem is that now I heard people talk about this, like, you know, and then the thing they will do is they'll like go to war with North Korea. I, I feel like the problem is that there's not I, I don't think that I don't think in that situation that becomes a let's rally around the president. I think you'd see the exact same situation you have now, which is the 20 percent of insane bigoted Americans are like, yeah, our, our country right or wrong. And the independents that's, you know, that sat around and were like, no, we're not going to vote in this election or we're going to vote for him, are going to be just as horrified. Like, I don't, I don't see any way that that changes the narrative or that that changes I don't I don't think that happens. I think that, you know, it he ends up, you end up in the exact same scenario, so eventually there are limits to what the autocrat can do. Like, I heard people talk about, he's going to implement the Muslim ban anyway. Well, he, no, he can't, and he hasn't. He tried, and he got stopped by the courts, and he didn't just say, like Andrew Jackson did, we'll let him enforce it. Instead, he was like, "Okay," and so he f- screwed up. So he was like, "We're going to just get rid of healthcare because we can," and no, they can't because now even the Congress doesn't want to go along with him. And so this is why I was
3: never that afraid of the Trump presidency. This is exactly what I thought would happen. it's like
0: he's still insane. I mean,
1: I,
3: like he's well, still insane. he no,
0: no, he's, he's not insane.
3: He literally said. I would never use nukes, but I can't tell you I would never use nukes because then you wouldn't be intimidated by the nukes, which is the only reason the nukes work. Like, he said that as closely as he could without literally having a quotable I would never use nukes. But but regardless, I I don't think he's nuts at all. I think he is neither dumb nor nuts. I think he is totally ineffectual because he is a president without a party. And most of the things he thinks about things are wrong, in my opinion, but none of those are going to happen because... There's even when the president thinks something right, there's massive gridlock. There's even more gridlock when people have strong objections. Like, I think it's just going to be a whole bunch of nothing. What would be terrifying is if they find a way to get rid of him and then they bring in Mike Pence instead. That would be actually terrifying because then you would have someone who, you know, does not have all of these scandalous distractions about not carrying himself with the comportment of the office and could put in a far further right wing agenda that would actually thought be terrifying about that. for
0: us to deal I with. guess my, my view is sort of... See, I, I'm not as sanguine as you about that. My thing is triage. So I'm like, okay, well, will Pence blow up the world tomorrow? If no, then better than Trump. And then I agree that the right-wing right thing... Is true. He does, however, have the charisma of warmed over oatmeal. And I think if a guy gets into office under this scenario, he's so weakened because the base is going to hate him because the base is going to think he's a traitor. They're going to think that he's you know, doing the the bidding of the corporate masters or whatever that put that took out Donald Trump and put him into power. So uh, to me, I just don't he's weakened in any respect. I agree with you, though, that he definitely is a big risk. And I don't. But I just I look at it and I go, this guy could, you know, become Bozo the Clown and shoot everyone in the head because he's a nut. Or this guy who won't do that.
3: I just be, don't you know. see any evidence for that. He's been a public figure for decades. Like, if he was gonna lose it, he would have yeah, lost it by he's now. Been like, he stage lose he's been it. in early stage dementia. He's been
0: early stage dementia for a long time. Have you have you heard like some well, of this? Well, Reagan was actually I know that. <laughs> like. But I know Reagan
3: actually had Alzheimer's for two years. How many countries did we blow up? Like. Well. Like, Americans do bad things when they are thinking clearly and, like, pursuing what they think is national interest. They don't do it when they're, like, losing their mind. Like, America with the power neutered is, like, my favorite America. No, no, I, listen, I, okay. no, I'm no, And I'm probably going to be in Gitmo next week for saying well, that. Well, listen, I'm you that score. That is what I believe. Well, listen, I, but here's like, the deal. Like, checks and balances for the MF win. Well, like, no, that's, I'm, that's I'm what with I'm you on saying. that. I do not care. You know yeah. I'm
0: not. is. I'm not pro-supporting right. American power at all but what i am what i am saying is though so do you really think so you basically think if he's like i've decided i'm angry because kim jong-il made fun of my hair so i'm going to nuke him tomorrow do you think that they literally will be like no you can't do that
3: let me say this very clearly i think donald trump is more invested in the ongoing existence of the world than any president we have had since nuclear weapons were invented
0: That's what I think. Two questions. And so, because (laughs) he
3: owns more of it, he owns like a sixth of it. Like, what is he gonna do? Like, I literally believe that he is less interested in massive destruction of the world. Like, and this is not like a robust defense of Donald Trump, right? Like, there there are like three things that I agree agree, with him on. So please don't send me the hate mail and the rotten (laughs) fruit. But like, like Clayton, Donald Trump,
0: March 23rd, Like...
3: (laughs) I just think he is so much vastly less likely to undertake a massive major world war or nuclear weapon attack than anyone that has come before him because they all get... I think that he is... So, for two reasons. One, what I already said, he has invested in property. He has property everywhere. There's going to be fallout somewhere that affects his business interests. Like, for all the people make fun of his business interests, they really are everywhere. And, like, that is what he cares about more than anything else. And secondarily... I think that everyone else is down this realpolitik rabbit hole where, like, we almost got into a nuclear war over the Cuban Missile Crisis and a couple of other times because people are like, well, I'm steeped in my game theory textbooks and the game theory says, like, do this and put your finger hovering over the button in this because that's what (laughs) the game theory textbook says. And he is not steeped in political theory. He does not not give a bleep about (laughs) traditional political theory. No, he's steeped in understanding the American psyche and how to entertain it and how entertainment beats everything, which is how he won, which is actually kind of genius. So I don't think he's an idiot, but I also don't think that he is prone to destructiveness at all. Like and part of his shtick as an entertainer is to keep up that persona, but he's acting. It's an actor. Like if Arnold Schwarzenegger like were president, he would say like I'll be back and like threaten people because that's his persona, right? It is just his persona to be the kind of off-kilter crazy man who's a straight talker. But in reality, he's not interested in destroying a lot of people, I don't think. Like, well, does he care about the poor? No, he doesn't care about the poor. Like, he, he does not share my values. I don't support no, him in a lot of things, it. but like, I do not stay up late at night worrying about Donald Trump, like, nuking anything.
0: I hope there's you're no right. Way. See, I just don't think, I just think there's stages where he's just like, not, I, I think I think he would, this is what I think he would do. I think, and again, this is assuming that this is actually how it would work. I know it's not how it would work, okay? Sure. But i have this image that he'd be like push the button and be like okay i'm sorry i did that let me go play golf with the people i just nuked you know what i mean like i don't think he would i don't i just don't he has no follow through he's he's a five-year-old child with the emotional wisdom of a two-year-old child in charge of the largest nuclear arsenal in the world i i guess i just don't he's he's i think he's a very
3: savvy man who's realized that looking like a child creates the perfect blend of distraction and support I think from you're his way base. Way
0: overestimating his his intelligence, and you're way overestimating I... how much he thinks things through. Thinks things through. This is not in line with what his biographers have said. This is not in line with what the people who know him have said. They say he is a narcissistic piece of shit. So is, is, is a, your theory that
3: the? So how has he done what he's done? How has he conquered the world in? Two and a half years. Well, How has he done this? Because of well, multiple. Is reasons. he just the luckiest man alive? That, there's some of that. Like, I
0: mean, he, you know, he got given a whatever it was, a hundred million dollar, whatever the hell the nest egg was from his dad. Sure. Um, he lots of people do that. Yeah, but I mean, lots you know, of they, people
3: get millions I of think, dollars just with. I think he stumbled. With I know more aspiration than. Well, him. I know
0: that, but they they don't they, they make considerably more than he did with it because he because he did horribly with his investments um, to get to where he was. So he made money, but he could have made way more if he had done it properly you guys know more about investments than I do. But the point is, so I think that, you know, I think he rose to power, you know, largely on the on the rise of bigotry, because I think, unlike everyone else, he was just willing to shoot out the bigotry. I don't know whether how much he really believes it. I think he doesn't care about that. I think he just figures it sells. He is a WWE president. So I think he likes throwing that stuff out. I think I just I think there's a difference between cunning and smart. I think he's cunning. I don't think he's very bright. He has zero, you know, connection, like zero follow through on anything. He has zero follow through in terms of intelligence. The stuff that he says is not just word salad that he's putting together because he's really, really good at it. I just think we do ourselves a disservice when we look at these people and think of them as criminal masterminds. They're criminal. They are ideologically cruel. They are very dangerous because unlike other people, they don't have sort of in their mind protections in place and lines that they won't cross because they literally don't give a shit about anybody but themselves but that doesn't make them criminal masterminds and I have a feeling that smart people have a tendency to not believe that other stupid people could succeed in anything um, but the truth is that many times stupid people stumble into the office um, and that, that happens because they get voted for by a bunch of other stupid people um, and third parties you know, sometimes muddy up the works, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole but that didn't help The russia thing although i don't i disagree with you that well no i don't i I agree with you that it didn't it wasn't the thing but i don't think the russian situation helped um and then there's also just the preternatural we hate hillary clinton and we don't want a woman to be president especially after that black man was and so you put all that together and you end up with you know what we got which was still i would point out a 3 million vote in the popular vote, which is the only way we should be electing presidents to begin with. So he did actually lose. It's just that the Electoral College is a joke. No, no he didn't actually he lose.
3: That's like saying electoral that, college. like, if you didn't count fouls in a basketball no, game up. and you didn't count free throws that resulted the from a the foul, two then it's... Out of date.
0: I was against it when... I was, I've was. i been against it every but single time. Democrat, both sides
3: knew those were the rules from the beginning. Matter. It is no, I did too, very...
0: It's, but it's a bad rule. I don't care what they said. It's a terrible rule. I don't care what they said. Democrat. Republican, I agree
3: it's that a it's a bad rule. America is a bad country. It still exists. We can't just pretend it doesn't exist, right? Like, like we still like it is. But it puts it the is, lie to the I, idea just,
0: that that he had some massive mandate because he doesn't. It puts the lie to the... I'm not thing. saying
3: he had a massive mandate. I'm saying that he he outthought Clinton I and her whole machine, know. which was supposed to be the smartest, most sophisticated machine ever put together in politics. I think, like, I think
2: in terms it's, of, it's the, of the of the nuclear just, discussion, I think it's pretty simple. It's like the same reason that he set up the Muslim ban, the attempted Muslim ban and the way that it was, was that he was going to allow in traffic from Saudi Arabia and from the United Arab Emirates and from... Um, yeah, well, no, exactly, exactly. But the point is, if, if that yeah. discussion can be had and he's like, oh, well... We can't ban these people because they go to Trump Hotel. I think the same exact discussion happens when he's like, all right, well, I would like to nuke Yemen now. And he's like, you can't nuke Yemen because there's going to be fallout in Saudi Arabia where there's a Trump Hotel. And I'd be like, oh, you're right. Can't have that.
0: But see, does he think about that, though? Because it then then riddle me this. Why exactly then does he not care about the disastrous climate change situation? Why put people because that's going to affect his business? Nobody
3: cares about climate change. Well, no one the, the only solution that exists to climate change is to burn down capitalism. No one in power is talking about that. No one in power will ever talk about that until the water is up to their eyeballs. Like that, no one is taking serious strides to talk about that. Like the deck chairs of the EPA. Like, yes, is he making it marginally a tiny bit worse? Sure, that's bad. But like, you cannot sit here and sincerely tell me like Obama and Bill Clinton cared about climate change in a meaningful way.
0: I don't. Well, I don't agree with you. But uh, but I would but I would say beyond that, I mean, believe leave that aside. Doesn't it still indicate though that he's not? He doesn't really think things through. I mean, even if you claim everyone else also doesn't think it through, although I don't agree, I still it means that he doesn't think it through, right? Even if his business. Interests well, I think are he thinks of. it through. I mean, it doesn't
2: look—he's a seventy-year-old man who's a billionaire, so it doesn't affect him. Things that are going to happen in twenty-five years don't matter, um, especially if they're they're slow. If, if they're the slow global, Obama, yeah, I don't budget, think he cares. Even if they're like slow global processes that will affect everyone, um, that can easily—he, I mean, that's the easy. As, as someone who who survives on being able to shift blame and not be responsible for things, which he's an expert at, like global warming is top of the list. Like you can easily say, well, look, hey, people want, people have cars. What do you want me to do? You know, I'm I'm the president I just of don't one see country. Why
0: you couldn't shift that. No, that's fine. I buy that. I just don't see why he couldn't shift blame in the same way if he nuked Yemen and he's like, "It's not my fault that the, you know, that the fallout is a loser." And just oh, to you could
2: play a and game of Civ and play. have that problem, you I know, mean. solved for you. So you play the game of Civ, you nuke someone, all the other countries turn against you. Everyone hates you. Your popularity drops. You have to immediately become like a fascism or a fascist communist government to survive. Um, but global warming, that just happens in Civ, and everyone's kind of cool with it. And maybe there's some blame generally over the course of decades, but nobody nobody's personally see, held responsible so you, you for that. Nobody,
0: responsible. So you think he thinks that he would personally be held responsible for nuclear fallout, but oh, not yeah. for climate change. Absolutely.
3: Oh, yeah. because yeah. I also I also just don't see any evidence. I mean, it does matter that no one else is doing this, Greg, because like you have to show me the model of someone that you think is taking serious action that is actually taking climate change seriously at the level in which the scientists are saying it because my argument is that no one in power ever anywhere has acted i would say germany germany's
2: doing Ger- a pretty good job disagree. they're like they're like yeah, 75 they're the percent renewable state. energy they're like they're doing pretty yep. good
0: I, iceland i think is now resource neutral also um they're, they're, I, I have to disagree there there's european countries that are doing that um Maybe yeah, so. I mean, but, I but, you know, know. I, they, but as far as, you know, as far as America doing that, I suppose. Now, do I need to tell you, do I need to find someone for you who will also say the end of cat? Like, so it has to be, I, I understand your point about the end of capitalism. I might even yeah. kind of agree. But if the, so, no one, like, for example, I know you don't like Al Gore. I'm just saying, though. Sure. Al Gore separate from anything else. Al Gore is just bullshitting. You don't think he really believed it. You think he's just making it up too? Like in other words, No no
3: no no. So so let me let me be clear. So two things about Al Gore. One what he is willing to say when he has no chance of ever being in power is very, very different than okay. what he said when he Gratitude. was in power and had access Gratitude. to power. And that is and that is a serious problem, right? Barack Obama is about to go out and become an amazing ex-president, just like Jimmy Carter did, right? Doesn't affect how he squandered eight years, but he's going to go out and do the best things of his life after his presidency, because that's what presidents do, because, and you can insert whether like, they're never sincere to begin with, the checks and balances hamper them, they get distracted by power and/or, and or, and increasingly likely, the intelligence community and the military community has insulated themselves as independent enough from any political power that they actually hold all the reins, which is like increasingly interestingly, like there were some articles written about that during the Obama administration. It's becoming more and more obvious with Trump. Very interesting stuff. So maybe that's actually the culprit all along and I've been lambasting presidents who were basically held hostage for years and who knows. We'll we'll find all of this out when we die. But anyway, so it's interesting stuff. But, but so there's the power issue. But I think the larger issue that I'm trying to say, it's, it's basically the model I'll give you is what I feel about determinism, right? There are lots of philosophers and some physicists and some other people who believe that determinism is the truth, right? That none of our choices, none of our actions make any difference. We have no control over anything. We're functionally right. robots. No one can actually internalize this and live this way, even if they sincerely believe it intellectually. And that's basically what I believe about climate change, at least in super capitalist countries. Like, I'm not up on everything that Europe is doing. Maybe Europe is, like, getting out of the growth mentality, given that their population growth is negative. I'm more open to believing that. but. Al Gore, I think, may sincerely believe that it's an existential threat, and may sincerely believe that things need to be done about it. But then he also sincerely stares into the camera at the end of his movie and says, if you change your light bulbs, everything's gonna be fine, which is garbage. And so, like, that's that's the thing that gets me upset, is, like, what he needs to say, and I understand there's an argument of, like, well, if people think it's hopeless, then they'll give up and whatever, but, like, he could be out there advocating and saying, like, look, Capitalism as we know it, you don't even have to throw out capitalism as a total concept, but the idea of that growth has to happen and that growth has to grow, that the growth in waste has to continue to grow, that that people could start having serious conversations about, let's shift to something that maybe still has markets, but has maintenance as the goal, not growth. That we maintain ZPG and zero housing growth and whatever else, and he is in a position where he would be taken seriously if he talked about that. He's not talking about that. Do I think that means he's totally a shyster? No, not necessarily. I think it means he's having trouble turning the engine over on the determinism question. He's not actually living his life like he thinks it's an existential threat, even if he thinks it's an existential threat. I see. That's, that's what I think about That's him. interesting, yeah.
0: well, that's, that's reasonable. And I'm with you that the, uh, that the key has gotta be sort of maintenance over growth. Actually, I, right. I was reading uh, something that was interesting about the idea that uh, in reality, um, through sheer accident, the utter and total collapse, and it is total collapse, of the coal market, and I mean total collapse mm-hmm. um, worldwide, is is actually making they said there is an outside chance that it could allow scientists to make uh, their like could make the climate goals that scientists have been screaming that need to happen may happen almost by accident. Now, the drawback for that is that what is what is powering a lot of that is renewables, which are becoming which are ramping up at an exponential rate like there's still not the, the, that large a percentage worldwide but the growth curve is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The growth curve is way outstripping what coal did when it first came on the scene, nuclear power, anything you could like it it, it way outstrips it. Nuclear power is rapidly dying. There are zero nuclear plants that are in uh, the pipeline for Yay. approval. Um so that is the case worldwide. So what is doing it is partly renewables, what's also doing Hashtag it #fukushima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean that yeah. that and right. And that's an example yeah. of it. Uh, And then the other part of it is the um, is uh, the natural gas thing and fracking, which is really bad in its own way, probably creating earthquakes in Oklahoma has these other problems, a totally not not the you know, that's not the solution either, but it's interesting that almost by accident, like these these market forces sort of eat themselves in a way. Now, that does not take away from overall point, which I agree with you about, which is that in general, Hmm. moving to a social democratic system moving away from a capitalist system that says growth at all costs, I am 1,000% Mm -hmm. with you on that. So, I I agree with you. But it's uh, interesting to kind of see, you know, these other sort of things kind of jumping into play uh, as as things that are options um, to be done. And I do have to say, every so often you do get this thing. Did you guys read about the sickle cell anemia um, thing that, that they found out about? Did you guys hear about this?
3: I did. That they basically made a pretty big stride in unlocking what the causes yeah. or how to shut they it down like, or
0: something. They yeah. cured someone completely
3: mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. totally,
0: by using, not, and using stem cells from his own body. They, 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 right. got, but that was the thing that was like, I was like, what? They got stem cells from his own bone marrow and reinjected it using this process, blah, 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 and two years later, he is 1,000% cured. There is no stem cell, uh, sickle cell aminium in his body at all. This is a yeah. 14-year-old in, by the age of 16, and I was like, what? And I remember telling someone about it, and they were like, wow. And they're like, that's a really big deal. It's going to help those people. I'm like, beyond the fact that it's going to help those people, the impact of being able to take a person's own stem cells out of the body and then putting it back into the body, which will not be rejected because it is They should body. call it the Lance Armstrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like, Russ, this is your step towards your Oh, Oh,
2: I'm, I'm way uh, ahead of God, you. God, um, when, when Lulu was you know, born... I already cured my sickle yeah. cell anemia, right? It's like <laughs> I never even, even had it. <laughs> um, when... When Lulu was born, we we uh, took advantage of a service called cord use, which is affiliated with a hospital where they extract yeah, yeah they we extract cord too. blood from the umbilical cord um, after it's clamped and then they put it away in cold storage so that for you know if there are any future diseases or things like that you have this like stem cell rich blood that you have banked that matches you perfectly that you can use oh, and then awesome. I got a call and like who knows maybe they are upselling me or whatever but they're like hey cord use guy who who subscribed to this service. For 69 more dollars, we can separate out
3: yeah. and get an AOL subscription. <laughs> we,
2: we, we will retroactively, to, we tried we'll tried grandfather it. you <laughs> in. We'll fill in all the years that you missed on AOL. You'll get the premium <laughs> okay. AOL health plan. Um, You've got you know, they They, like, take part of the cord blood uh, reserve and they make it extra stem celly. And they're like, this is super what? ultimate... Bonus pluripotent stem cells.
0: <laughs> like, do they value size your stem cells, Russ?
2: So, they in some
3: way, they, they treat... Did they just,
0: like, get Is, a it, dump is
2: it, dump? They, like, they, they treat the blood what? such that it, like, has the potential to be grown into various other things in a some different way than just having the cord blood in a bag in a cold storage unit somewhere. So I'm like, yeah, I want the super pluripotent extra plan for only 60 bucks. <laughs> like, of course I want that. Make, cause <laughs> I'm going to do stuff with this. Like... If she's fine and she feels great and she doesn't have any problems, I'm injecting this right into my knee. I'm going to feel awesome. <laughs> <laughs> going to have super knees in 10 years. It's going to be great.
0: Or, or, or like your oh knees will God. start looking like your child. Yeah. Like the knees have returned to a state yeah. of babydom. Like you can't actually they'll be
2: terrific knees. They'll be in the shape of fetuses. But they'll work great.
0: What I like the image of this.
3: I'll be honest. When you when you said super sem sem silly, my image was that they like opened up the you know abortion ward next door and they're like we'll just Uh, we'll blend in the stem cells from like three other fetuses just to make sure that's what it sounded like so this is much better this is much much better better. well i did the deal you got i like the idea
0: though of it being upselling and i have this image that they don't realize what they've got in rust because all they need to do is just contact (laughs) like sir if for just an additional hundred dollars we can create a new baby out of this blood which we will put in cold storage and if anything ever happens to your baby yeah and
2: i just say hey you had you (laughs) had Oh me God. At hello, if I
3: <laughs> if I linked up, if I just gave some pertinent information to whoever's at this hospital or this cryogenic lab, we could get all of Russ's oh videos God, in like right? a month. I would be like, "Do you want the jellyfish Dude, plan?" We're doing cutting-edge research with immortal jellyfish. If there's a commodity like, oh, that Russ values yes.
2: higher than Bitcoin, it is stem cells. <laughs> like easily, I'll take stem all the stem cells, exactly. cells that match my type give them to me oh my that's gosh. so
0: funny at, at some point in some like wow. alternate future the way this works is like 50 years from now the <sighs> entire planet's supply of stem cell blood is all guberman related like somehow he's the only one who took all the upsells and it turns out that like that's how he got the job in la like he thought that, it, that his kid was just right for it but they were like look if we can keep him thinking his baby's something special we'll just continue to buy yeah. anything we want and pretend that he's doing pampers i don't know i'm gonna, gonna be
2: the like, fucking donald like, trump, trump of that biogenetics that's, that's i'm just like, gonna whatever. put my name on everything not yeah. have nothing to do with it everything'll just be a hey gooberman you got a gooberman ear that's a good looking ear right there
3: yeah. <laughs> only the
0: best cells the best stem cells yeah. only the best i have the biggest stem cells big least. that's that's hilarious i i love the idea of them calling
3: you are like the up. good news is you're going to live forever the bad news is you've got a stamp yeah. gooberman on go, your go forehead what's it going to be go to get a pair of
2: glasses you're going to need them buddy
3: got,
0: <laughs> i have this th- I have this image... Go of to LensCrafters. ...continually calling you. I really love this idea. I, You know when you said this thing about we're going to put it down in cold storage and we can upset... I immediately had the image of, like, the scene at the end of Indiana Jones and in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, where like, <laughs> yeah. they're, like, putting the blood... In oh, the, like, I
2: thought you were talking about at the background. end of Raiders, where the Ark of the Covenant the just gets G. lost in the giant government warehouse of all the relics. That's what, that's so, what so, I mean. Like, yeah, 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 that's so what I like, Yeah, so whoever from the U.S. government, whoever recovered the Ark from Indiana Jones, should have been upsold to the plan where you actually know where your relic is going in the U.S. warehouse at the end. And not just get it Fine. lost and be like, okay...
0: For an extra sixty nine dollars yeah. we'll tell you we'll
2: put a low on the on the ark of the covenant for you You're like thank you
0: <laughs> oh god yeah that's pretty cool i love i love the yeah we did the cord blood thing too but listen but did you uh did you have any uh, placenta smoothies?
2: uh we didn't have placenta smoothies we did have deliver the placenta to our would-be doula who instead of being the doula she just processed the placenta into pills for us um to yes, the dismay yes. Of the doctor, I might add. <laughs> like it was, I was watching the birth happen, and they're like, and the placenta came out. Which, by the way, could take like forty-five minutes or an hour, but it took like five seconds because of our crazy rapid. It was just like, poop, baby, poop, placenta. Yeah, exactly. And then they're rank, like, yeah. oh, awesome! Can we send it to the lab? And then the doctor's like, no, they want it. They want the placenta. <laughs> I'm like, goddamn right, we want that. What are you gonna What are you gonna do with it? Get all excited about our placenta? It's ours. <laughs> We're going to eat that. Away, like, We're eating that out thing, out. man. That's like second best to being able to get my baby's stem cells in my knee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat that placenta. That's good food. Have you eaten the <laughs> no, placenta? No, it's Stephanie's. But I think there'll be some leftovers so I can have them for energy and uh, hormonal balance and all the <laughs> good things that they're for. Well,
0: and, and to just crush them and put them right on your <laughs> knee. Just like Come egg. on,
2: baby. Come on. That? Daddy <laughs> needs a new MCL. Like, is that an EpiPen <laughs>
0: like, is that an EpiPen for asthma? It's like, no, it's an EpiPen for placenta. What? you <laughs> like, just did something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. That's good stuff, guys. That's good stuff. And uh, I, I think, believe it or not, uh, time flies when you're talking about uh, Russian collusion and climate change and stem cell pills. And I think we've we've really stretched out all we can uh, since we've come to the end of an hour assuming that you're listening to this it means it will actually have worked for a change and that will actually But that's that's kind of
2: a tautology time. though cuz if you've li- if you're listening to it then it worked but if it you're was, not then it, it didn't work it or didn't you work. just don't care right. about the met report <laughs>
3: <laughs> then we will yeah. only hear this when we're dead and we find out what's really going on yeah. with the, uh, the government. Right.
0: At which point we'll know all of those things at once. In the meantime, though, if you are listening to this, please send us uh, your feedback at com, and uh, please continue to listen. We're, if this works, then it means that you'll hear more from us like this because it this worked. So we'll see if it did. <laughs> um, we have
3: figured out the 2017 technology. We were great in late 90s, early 2000s technology. Yeah, it's it really so has. Goodbye. It's a- Lulu's gonna have to teach it to us, or Senovine. Senovine's probably at the age where yeah. she could actually yeah. teach us technology. Yeah, I think she
1: probably could.
3: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yes. and just to make you all feel old, uh, Senovine has got about two months, and then she's gonna be uh, out wow. of the Wow. So, so, oh just my in case God. It's uh, crazy. Feels, <laughs> yeah, this 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 show has seen <coughs> fractions wow. begin of the first Meproport child, and now that process continues. As soon as Story and Alex get got you know, plenty time. It. So, <laughs>
2: Tight aggressive. Tight tight aggressive, tight aggressive, tight aggressive. Over under <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> say goodbye, everybody. What does that so mean? <laughs> Poker slash child bearing strategy.
1: <laughs> right, I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well the last time I saw old man he knew him He was chasing a female, he knew him better. As he shot past, I heard him say, <laughs> She can't fly, but I'm telling you She can run the pants of a kangaroo She can't fly, but I'm telling you She can run the pants of a kangaroo Well, there is a moral to this ditty. um da 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 can sing, but he ain't pretty. um ba da 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 Duck can swim, but he can't sing, nor can the eagle on the wing. Emu can't fly, but I'm telling you, he can run the pants on the kangaroo. <laughs> well, the cookabar laughed and he said, it's true. um da 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 da